in progress. Hi, and welcome to the Oscar Central podcast. Um, if you didn't know, recording is now in uh, progress. Thank you, Jillian. Um, I'm Lex, and I'm joined here today with two of my favorite mythical mermaids, Kinsey and Jillian. Yes, that is today's term in honor of the week of release of Little Mermaid. Um, Jillian, how are you doing today? Doing great. Um, some things are happening. We're just hoping for positive news. So I'm doing much better than I was doing last week. That's great. We we here at Oscar Central are generally hoping for positive news all around. Um, good vibes all around. Kenzie, how are you doing? I'm good. I, you know, I am excited for this week that I have with movies. I'm excited for our conversation today. And I'm Really sad that a week from today, Succession will be over forever, as we are recording on a Sunday, and uh, only two episodes left as of the time of recording. No, I'm upset. So I, I know. I just ruined the vibe. We're also running out of Barry episodes, which is upsetting. That's very true. I Because I watch Barry on Mondays, I feel like I get an extra day, you know? <laughs> One more day. <laughs> like I get an extra day of living that dream you get 24 more hours with Barry yeah yeah that's how it is I'm I'm in a great mood um because I'm currently eating a mango dream popsicle from Trader Joe's which is my current obsession um and I'm delighted by Kenzie's Metallica ride the lighting lightning t-shirt great t-shirt it's a very old t-shirt it's survived a long time I it's really impressive actually I just dripped mango juice on my bed. <laughs> okay, so um, we have a very special episode. We have decided to veer a bit off the path, and Kenzie is going to explain why while I deal with my dripping ice cream. Okay, so we are not at Cannes. We're sad. We're recapping it. We're having fun talking about it, but... We were talking about how nice it was to see Leonardo DiCaprio back in action. And we were thinking about the state of movie stars. And I'm not talking like I was telling them off air about the good old days with uh, Ocean's Eleven when we had George Clooney, Julia Roberts, the stack of movie stars. I'm talking present day movie stars. I feel the the mood has shifted with them. And we were kind of going back and forth on who we consider movie stars. So here we are. We are drafting our own team of movie stars. We have some criteria. So it's not just like this person is famous. They have had to at least been in three movies in the last five years. Or... They could have been nominated for an Oscar in the last five years or have something major in production that will keep them in the realm of movie stardom. But they can't be known for TV is a major thing. Like they can be on TV, but they need to be associated with movies. Because I feel like, like I'm going to say this and I hope it's no one's pick. But Nicole Kidman was once a movie star, but I fear now she is on TV too much. Even though if you, go to, if you go to AMC, you see her every time you go to a movie theater, but that's not the point because you're not seeing her in a movie. 
Don't worry, Nicole Kidman's not my questionable She's person on list, list, but I have, but I have, I have my um, my reasons for my one questionable pick that I'm just putting on, surely solely to be self indulgent. I can't speak today, um, and also to add to the fun, um, if you're listening or if you've listened before, you know the three of us can really go on for a quite a while if left to our own devices us are you sure no you know we're very we don't have a lot of opinions on things well um, I was gonna talk about Geppetto is that fine or well yes there's always something <laughs> to talk about Geppetto or new moon or spray um but uh for the sake of time there everyone will we're listing our five choices we're gonna go one at a time listing one the rules are there can be no repeats um, and you have five minutes to make your case, and that includes rebuttals from other people. So um, use your time wisely. And um, when time is up, you get a surprise. Um, I'm so excited. That I hope doesn't get us in trouble with copyright, but I don't think it will because I thought long and hard about the ethical gray areas of copyrights, which we already find ourselves in. <laughs> I would love to remind us. You so. could say as a lawyer. <laughs> Well, I'm not an IP lawyer, but I really thought about this and I was like, I don't think you can claim copyright on this. Anyway. Is um, it the all is it the all quiet noise? No, the burn. I should have done that. I should have just Wait, I, burr, durr, durr. I showed my husband Babylon for the first time this weekend and he was like humming the score today and specifically Voodoo Mama. And I was like, Isn't it a shame it lost to and he he was like all quiet is good and I was like okay that is literally not the point that is not what we're discussing not the point. like get out of here I should have done Sean Kingston's fire burning as the um you mean the same thing that they adapted yeah, exactly. their score from exactly if we're talking copyright infringement um Sean Kingston call me um Could Sean Kingston get an Oscar is what you're saying now see yeah. that woo. that's a mm, I don't know um I also am not an IP lawyer. I don't want to say what area law I do practice, not because it's shady, just because I don't want anyone calling me. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not IP. I can tell you that. I think a hotline for Lex. You don't. No, please don't do that. I never mind. We're not going to get into this. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm going to go first with my, I'm going to go ahead and get my one questionable person out. Is everybody doing them five to one or you're just listing them randomly? I'm so... just listing mine randomly. Okay, cool. They're okay, randomly. cool. Because there's only one that like you could make an argument is not a movie star and it's the one I'm going to get out of the way. The rest, it's like honestly tied for the four other places. Okay, I'm going to start the timer for five minutes and I'm going to make sure that I go under five minutes so that the surprise isn't shown through me. Okay. Three, two. One. My first pick is uh, Joe Keery. And while I recognize that he's probably better known for his work on TV because he's best known for playing Steve Harrington on Stranger Things. And even though depending on who you ask, some may even say he's second best known for his music, um, pointing to my Joe art that I bought off Etsy. Um, he is a movie star because he fits our criteria. In the last five years, he has been in more than three films, but 
three of those films include an A24 horror comedy film, which I've not seen, but I need to, a Sundance uh, premiere, aka one of my favorite movies of all time, Spree, and um, an Oscar-nominated film, Free Guy. And for those reasons, he is a movie star. He's also set to be in, I think, two movies coming out within the next two years. Um, one includes um, a film where he plays uh, Camilla Marone's love interest. And that is He's also to- in another one with Willem Dafoe. With Willem Dafoe. That's right. Um, so and I am all about that. I'm all and about Lil- that. Lily James is in it. Rachel Sennett. Yeah, and those are some really big names. So he's, like, getting in movies that are co-starring with really big names like Willem Dafoe and Lily James. So Mans is on his, and also Stranger Things is about to wrap up. So within, give him a few years, and he's going to be better known for his movies than he will be for Stranger Things. I have three minutes and 20 seconds later if anybody wants to make a rebuttal. You can't. That's right. (laughs) All right, end of my time. (laughs) The surprise is not spoiled. That was uh, amazing. Joe Carey deserved an Oscar for, or an Oscar nomination for Spray. I'm going to say it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, Kenzie, why don't you go next? Okay. I'm Are gonna you ready? Get... I'm yeah. going to set, you ready for me to set the timer? Yes. All right. Three, two, one. This is um someone I mentioned already. And I think that he's the most obvious. And he's also someone that's on this list that I like. Because the thing is, I don't like a lot of movie stars that are, like, modern movie stars. So Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, is the perfect person for this definition. Because he can open a movie on his name alone. Like, a lot of people don't need to know anything other than he's in the movie and they will be seated. And I don't think that's very common anymore. And I also think that he is someone who has worked around and kept his mystique given the way we interact with like celebrities on social media. Like he does have social media, but it's very clear he does not manage them. Um, But I just think that combining the type of films he makes, you could like, uh, um, what is that stupid uh, don't look up was a huge huge hit for Netflix like everyone in the world watched that movie and I think a large part of that was because Leonardo DiCaprio was in it and I think that uh, he gets people to see movies like The Revenant I don't think a lot of people would have seen The Revenant had it not been for Leonardo DiCaprio I'm so sorry um, I wish I didn't see it sorry um, but I th- and like he had the internet work so hard that he got an Oscar like yes I know he slept in a bear but like the internet was like, this man is overdue and turned it into a meme. And then it got an Oscar. I don't think he was overdue. I don't think he deserved the Oscar that year. But I think the people, critics, audiences, general or not, and just movies love this man. Like he, people love him. And I do too. I do too. That That's my case. I don't think you can argue he's not one. You have three minutes left for rebuttal. Anyone? I'm not gonna re- rebut, <laughs> um, but I uh, will say, uh, "Great Gatsby." But that's, that's like, more. like I just think he has like I don't know. He's like evolved with the times, which is another thing that I think keeps him relevant. Like he isn't just like 
doing bad projects like he uses his name to his advantage yeah other than don't look up i think he also it's interesting because like with the stuff for killers of the flower moon like people saying this is his best role yet and i feel like every role that comes out like people say that and i think it's very rare because like there's other people that people will say that but it feels like they're always phoning it in where like him i do feel like you get different layers and angles from each um performance he has done in his later years so i'm interested to see what he's like when he's in his like 60s um i just tried to picture him in his 60s <laughs> i'm picturing him with a picture have you seen the picture of him with the water gun yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be him in his 60s there's um, literally gonna be jack there's i really enjoyed him in once upon a time um and so i'm like wow like the fact that he's continuing to push the boundaries for his performances and like what we expect from him like i feel like i didn't i didn't like he's obviously very comedic and stuff i just didn't think he could let loose like he did once upon a time again like i thought he was past that so seeing him do that again was just really the whiskey sour thing in the trailer like top tier um there's a minute and 20 seconds left um but I will just throw out that also when you look at who all he's worked with over the span of his career like could he have worked with a few more female directors yes but like he's worked with Scorsese he's worked with Quentin Tarantino he's worked with Baz Luhrmann like he's worked with like a lot of James Cameron like a lot of iconic directors that I think are the directors when we think of movie star or not movie star but you know what I mean like big time Hollywood directors um yeah I think the man is the epitome of movie star and i think he's a worthy pick 45 seconds left does anyone have anything else to say i just want to hear the noise so i feel like i'm gonna no i think it's too early to release okay 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 Okay, i I table my time all right table the time with 30 seconds to spare (sighs) i just want to say that we're a pro john mayer podcast as jillian is wearing her john mayer shirt because she saw him last night and if he were in movies he would be a movie star thank you I don't have I have a dead and company shirt somewhere. I should have worn it. No um, Kenzie's wearing a Metallica shirt. Jillian's wearing a dead and company shirt. I'm wearing a pajama set from Target that looks like it like I'm cosplaying the bananas in pajamas. <laughs> wait, wait. So cultural. So when I was in high school, me and my friend went to um Tahoe and stayed in a hotel and because we were there like a few days before all of our friends to be in like a cabin and we wore the hotel robes down to the lobby to get coffee and we were separated and when we like met up this guy was like oh there's two of you and I always think about bananas and pajamas because of that but it would be really funny if you guys were staying somewhere together and you were rolling the hall in the bananas and pajamas pajamas (laughs) that's the thing is it bananas and pajamas or is it bananas and pajamas pajamas see i say pajamas usually but i'm not gonna say bananas and pajamas because then it doesn't rhyme (laughs) i think we should all get them and only podcast in them we absolutely should um if you're listening target if you're listening and you want to donate that to us we won't be mad does that count as monetization though um not for if you're listening our Not other podcast this is so true um okay um here we go i have a feeling this may be the time where the secret sound is revealed <laughs> what? i don't know i feel it in my bones um okay julian are you ready for me to set the timer
Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Okay. I think this pick, I think he's one of the best actors of all time. Um, I would say the last few years have maybe have been a flop era, but I feel like he is the best part of each of these films. And I'm talking about Christian Bale. Um, I think Christian Bale is just so committed to his craft and anything he's in. I mean, even like Thor Love and Thunder was bad, but like that guy, that guy was giving an Academy Award level performance. Like he was really putting out all the stops. Um, I know people don't like Vice. I thought it was good. Like I think that someone with a foreign policy background like it breaks down what happened pretty well and I think just like his commitment to be like to becoming Dick Cheney and like bringing a humanity to such an evil person like is I insane um and I think like he's always beautifully like transformed into each role that he's in and even if like it's a weird movie like I think the same thing with like Leo like people really admire Christian Bale and like would go see it and be willing to like I don't know try something new like the pale blue eye it wasn't like my favorite but it was just like Christian Bale is not afraid to try out different things um in different genres and I think he's also someone like Leo that I'm interested to see what he's doing in his 60s um he's just all I don't know I just have always loved him and I think it's the same where he also maintains this sense of privacy like he is not he's accessible in the way that he's doing these big budget films but also inaccessible and like there's such a mystery of behind how he works and like when he pops up and comes into a new movie like people get so excited of like oh my gosh Christian Bale is back like what is he going to do um, and like the big short, I think is one of my favorite performances that he has given in the past few years. Like he is Michael, like it's insane of how he is that character and like his working relationship with Adam McKay, I think has been very fascinating to see because it's so different from how we know him as an actor. And I think that he is just superb in everything that he does. So you have two minutes really... and 45 seconds left, which um, is impressive, but you did take the most amount of time. <laughs> I really um, love Christian Bale in The Big Short. I think it's such a unique performance. And I don't know, he, like, I feel like in the hands of someone else, it would have been very, like, caricature-like. And he really, like, just made it his own kind of performance. But it's so funny because everybody hated um, Thor and I didn't see it. But, like, when he was announced as, like, the villain in it, people were like, oh, my God, Christian Bale's going to be... Like, it was a big deal just that he was announced to be in it. And, and I do really think... Yeah, everybody oh, yeah. left that movie talking about him. And I think that's really, like, just shows you how talented he still is. Like, he's been in our, like, my life, the like, my entire life. Like, I... As long as I've been watching movies, I've been watching Christian Bale. So it's really exciting. He can still surprise us with his performances. And that he's still like a household name is so impressive. We stand a newsy. Um, even though I hate newsies, both the musical and the movie. Did you see all the newsies um pro- like uh signs at the WGA story? Yeah. Well that's the thing was <laughs> if there's a strike, then I, I have listened to newsies a lot in the last three weeks that the writer strike's been going on. Just because there's something about striking that makes me want to listen to the world will know, even though <laughs> I hate newsies. <laughs> Um, like I get violent with oh, my hatred towards newsies until when the world my, He was on my long list. There you Christian. go. He was twenty nine. 
I think he's also just had such an interesting introductory from like childhood to now of being a childhood star. All right, one minute left. Anyone have anything else to say? He's also very hot. We hope you get better and your career choices. He's very hot. And one of us recently learned that he's British. Um, Yep. All right. 45 seconds to spare. Oh, um, I want to hear it. So, but I feel like it's better if it just like actually cuts us off. Okay. Okay. I won't, I won't warn. The thing is, I feel like this is, I'm scared it's going to be one of those things where I think it's really funny and no one <laughs> And then it's going to be that Doja Cat meme that was like, that's my sense of humor. My mistake was thinking it was everyone's sense of humor. <laughs> that's me in my life trying to make jokes and nobody gets makes a billion um, you oi. okay well um i have a feeling that i'm probably gonna not be cut off um with my next because <laughs> it's just it's an obvious choice but i won't give any warning now in fact i've been watching the time well i've been watching the timer because i don't want to startle myself um, but <laughs> if once we hear what the sound is, I have a brief story about this sound, um, but okay. <laughs> She's I'll like, be- in Geppetto. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually, um, can you imagine, if, like, this is not the sound, um, I'm not this crafty, but can you imagine if, like, Geppetto just started playing, like, we just suddenly heard Drew Carey talking, and it's like, wait, what is this? So the thing is, YouTube wouldn't know what it was, and I would, so, because um, even though Jillian has claimed to have seen it, but I still don't believe her. Uh, I don't know if she would be able to identify the first few lines of Geppetto, whereas I could. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to set the timer and then uh, say my second pick. So three, two, one. My second pick is a more obvious pick, um, and she happens to be my favorite actress of all time. And I am, of course, talking about Angela Bassett. Um, she did the thing. She does the thing. She will always do the thing. Um she, I think, is a really good example of, like, a actress who has such a well-rounded resume. Like, she has kind of covered every corner of what an actor can do. She's done, you know, biopics, um, Oscar-nominated uh, biopics with What's Love Got to Do With It. She's done really serious dramas. She's done um, she's done Marvel films. She's done animated films. Uh, she's been on a TV show. Like she's still, I think she still is leading um, 911, even though I couldn't watch that show because it really stressed me out. Um, but I watched an episode of that show where um, this guy got impaled by a whipped cream canister and it traumatized me. And so I've never watched that show since. But that's not the point. And I'm on a timer. Um, the point is that I think she, like, she's one of those actresses that I looked at her and, like, the fact that she's not won an Oscar yet is just absolutely mind-blowing to me. Um, she deserves to be, like, a Meryl Streep in the sense of, like, she should have multiple nominations and multiple wins. She was my personal pick for supporting actress this past year, and I think the fact that she was the first person to garner an Oscar nomination for a Marvel film, um, kind of just shows that she can take any role uh anything from you know an animated movie like she was in Wendell and Wild last year to um Black Panther and just give it such a sense of she takes it seriously and brings like her best efforts to it every single time and um 
you know, I didn't love Wakanda forever, but I thought her performance was genuinely just so great and powerful and raw. Um, and I don't know, I will just follow Angela Bassett till the ends of the earth, the ends of time. Um, I love her and she is 1000% a movie star. Seconded, thirded, fourth, I don't know. Um, yeah, she's incredible. And another actor who has like really been a movie star my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like I've always known who Angela Bassett was. And she's always been in movies that like like you were saying, like different kinds of movies. And I think that's what really makes her stand out. And like honestly, I think that's something that is necessary as a movie star today like I think there's a lot of people who get stuck in IP movies that can't escape them or like their IP character is more successful versus them as an actor and I think that she's kind of proven you can do it all and like always still be like the person at the center of your own fame like she's not famous for being any sort of character like she is just Angela Bassett she really did the thing you could say she did the thing. I wish Ariana <laughs> to back us up. What if that's the sound? It's not. It should have been. Angela Bassett did the thing. It should have just been like a whole like loop of Angela Bassett did the No, it should have been more than her rap. I and actually Lee like, Curtis it, saying let her perform. No, that would have been a good one too. But no, I'm obsessed with the rehearsal of like her practicing backstage. I actually prefer that to the actual BAFTA performance because it's the oh, way she can, perform, you can see it in her best. eyes that she's like, I'm about to go serve. And then it's the way that she is like, be true to you. You can't go wrong. And the person recording it goes slay. It is my favorite thing in the world. Um, there's a minute left. Does anyone have any additional thoughts? I do like Angela a lot in American Horror Story, even though we're talking about movies. She, she... was very good in American Horror Story. Like I said, she she's done everything. I feel like American Horror Story kind of like introduced her to a new audience. Like younger generations who were unaware of Angela Bassett. That's probably and I, true. And I just love that season so much. That was a good season. Good season. Anyone else have anything to say? <laughs> no. no. Great. Whew. How close. I don't want it. I don't want to be the person that goes off on, but I also don't want to be rude and cut anyone off. But I also know that we could go on for 40 minutes a person. <laughs> Again, really I'm just terrified this is gonna go off and you all are gonna be like Lex Blood. <laughs> okay. If you can even hear it. Um, I mean I turned my phone up loud, which is also why I'm nervous. Anyway, um, Kenzie, are you ready to share your second pick? Yes. Okay. Three two one I feel like you could argue he's not but I will defend him performance wise and actor wise Daniel Kaluuya is one of the best actors working today and I really do think he's getting to the place where he can open a movie on his name alone I don't think he's there quite yet because I think that's hard for a lot of like newer actors to do but I feel like Get Out was this huge sensation that a lot of people didn't even see coming. And I do think a large part of that is not even just because he's such a talented actor, but because like his persona is like people just like him and want to see him 
do more things and he's like a really interesting like new actor um and then like to follow it up with (laughs) widows was just insane and to be in a movie with that ensemble and he still stood out is just crazy but he's also in black panther the first one i guess right he's not in the sequel he's only in the first one yeah um sorry sorry to anyone i just am not not my movies but he was like a really notable character in the first one from what i remember and um and then in nope he's just absolutely incredible and i i wasn't as high on nope as many other people but he just has such a unique presence and is just so gripping you just like can't not watch him and then i he is a famous person whose trailer dropped and we were all like that man is winning an oscar and then he did um and that was like peak pandemic like we didn't know what was going on with that movie um but incredible movie incredible performance and like truly one of my favorite oscar wins ever and i'm always a little sad it was at the train station oscars because i wanted the gravitas of the big oscar stage but he's someone that i think like a lot of people can be young and win an oscar and people are like oh did they peak too early and that was never a conversation with him because i think we're all in agreement that he's only going to do bigger and better things like that could just be one of his many oscars like it doesn't mean anything shortcoming wise to his career I think it only means he's on the up and up and he's also in the train station Oscars involved in the debut scene with Glenn Close because they were at the same table and I think that is hilarious um but I just I love him as an actor I think he's so exciting I don't think we get many actors like him and I think he he's a person that everybody knows and I think that's really hard to be when you're a newer actor on the scene even though he was he was in skins right oh yeah I love him in skins yeah I just feel like he he his career is really like I feel like he has a good agent or something that's like making him have these really incredible really thoughtful like choices in his resume building like his filmography is so good and I think that's very rare for a lot of people to just have amazing projects after amazing projects and like great it. Oscar speech. Great Oscar speech. Cutting to his mom, watching from a theater, embarrassed about him talking about his parents on sex. So Very cute. good. I totally forgot about that. That was, <laughs> it was so funny. His mom was so mortified. Love. It's it's good because I feel like that's a good pick for someone who's like established, but still I think kind of on the rise in terms of like movie stardom with a capital M mess. Um, so very, very good pick. Thank you. Does anyone have any other thoughts? Yes, you spared this time. Um, you can be nervous <laughs> there because you had a, you had literally a minute left. So I was like, if one of us gets going Ooh. again, I know you all going. I feel like you two are going to be so disappointed if you hear this sound. You're going to be like, Lex, no, you hyped this up for nothing. Um, okay. It's gonna be um, like saying if you're listening. What? <laughs> it's gonna be you saying if you're listening. Yep. It's just gonna be me saying if you're listening on a loop. I edit it all the times I've ever said it. It's like a 20 hour loop. 
Um, I was listening back to, I think it was one of the, actually, I actually think it was one of the episodes of Best Picture Rewind. And I think I said it eight times in the span of three minutes. Um, I was like, I really need to stop saying that. Okay, Jillian, are you ready to share your second pick? Yes. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, I don't think this one should be any surprise if you followed me last year, but um, Kate Blanchett, for very obvious reasons, is a movie star. I also think she has one of the most interesting careers and the fact that she's still a household name. Because um, I feel like during her Oscar campaign, people were like, Kate Blanchett's always been like this big star. And I feel like, yes, but she also had a period of time where she stepped away and didn't really have a research and was doing theater and then didn't really have a resurgence until Blue Jasmine. And like Christian Bale and Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, once you see her in a role like Blue Jasmine, you're like, oh, this is like her peak. Like, how do you top Blue Jasmine? And then you get Tar where she's carrying a movie all by herself. And Hard obviously did not make a lot of money and was very divisive but it was just speaking so much to like her talent of like throughout her career of just being able to take on this film all by herself and get like critical praise and an Oscar and just like people identifying that like she is a force um I think like when she shows up in a movie because she has been taking a lot of supporting roles and like very um non-unconventional things like she was in you know Pinocchio as the monkey this year um she was in Thor Ragnarok and was like the best part of that movie um Ocean's 8 like song to song like she's just very daring in what she does um and like she brings like a seductive like wickedness to a lot of her roles where I think like she, I, I don't think she ever gets pigeonholed into like one thing and like the fact that she was like in Lord of the Rings and like the aviator and she still continues to have an excelled career um, and like so many interesting projects on the way of like so many filmmakers that she wants to work with um, and like the relationship she has with a lot of the filmmakers that she worked with and how they are like so lasting today. I think she's just such a timeless icon um, and like diving into her filmography like there's so many hidden gems in there that are not like things that you would know of but it just shows so much of how transformative and command I think she has the most commanding presence I've ever seen as one of three people who saw song to song in theaters I am happy to hear it referenced (laughs) um I love her I always have like truly I she's great and I think that um she's worked for so long like I think she's been in a movie like ev- like almost every single year since like the 90s like never stopped been in nine best picture nominees I think I think that like I don't know it's so crazy like I could argue that so many of her Oscar nominations are my favorite Oscar nominations of hers um but I will always ride or die for her and I'm not there she's so good in that movie and that was still like one of my favorite nominations and um just to shout out not some scandal just oh incredible incredible theater experience just what a time Bill and Kate it's like they made the movie for me (laughs) I to tie this off to a conversation that we were having offline today 
Um, I love her in the Cinderella live action remake. She's such a good evil stepmother. Um, her face really fits that role. Like when she her was announced, that was like perfect. Like it was perfect cap. I think that movie generally was so perfectly casted. Um, but that role stands out. I'm trying to think of like. Because even like in a movie, which I think the Cinderella live action remake is the best live action remake. More thoughts on that coming this week to Oscar Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and so I'm not like kind of shrugging that off as like that's a lesser film because I do think that that movie is a genuinely very good movie. Um, but like you, you even look at something like that where like she takes everything kind of like Angela Bassett, like she takes everything very seriously and like brings something fresh to every role. Um, I love her in The Aviator. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, I, Woody Allen aside, I really did, like, Blue Jasmine um, and liked her performance in it. When I was studying for the bar, I would send that gif of her holding the wine being like, I need to study. Um, I'd send that gif to, like, everybody I knew when I was in law school because I was obnoxious in law school, as many people usually are. Does anyone have any other thoughts? Um, what is it? I missed it. I missed it. It's Chrissy, wake up. Oh, oh my God. That's, so that's what we were waiting for. Uh, that was my ringtone for the summer of 2022, which probably shocks literally no one. This was the question I had about the copyright of that song, which if you're listening and you know IP law, law better than I do, um saying that we should change our name is not knowing ip law better than i do thank you um but outside of that can you claim copyright on that song because it's taken from a copyrighted recording i don't think so no i've thought about it and the lyrics are mixed up of what he actually says like it's not that's not what he says in the scene he says Time to wake up. Can you hear me? Wake up, Chrissy. But they sw- they swoop that around. But at the same time, the recording, like the vocals are used from a copyrighted recording. I feel like it's like with photos where if you like put a filter on a photo, like it's yours. That's definitely not a rule. Someone told me that's a thing. That's like, definitely you- not a thing. <laughs> it's like when I was doing my, when I had a podcast and it was like in an Instagram that I ran. It was like, we can use this if we like change filters and coloring and like not make it look like the actual photo. Well, join us next week where I delve into IP law. It's just, I was in the shower and I thought, I'm going to make this the timer and it's going to be so funny that we're talking about serious film stuff and it gets cut off by Chrissy Wake Up. Um, But then I like got on this whole like, internal rabbit hole of like is that copyright infringement can you copyright that song when the song itself is copyright infringement i think or is it i don't know um please join me next week when i present my dissertation on the copyrights of chrissy wake up okay round three now we know what the secret song is i'm gonna have to pick a new one um i i guess i'm next okay i'll go next um I okay I'm starting the timer three two one um my next pick is another obvious choice because I just wanted to go for primarily obvious choices 
Um, this was someone that wasn't initially on my list because when I set out to make this list, I was like, it was that Billy Eichner meme of like for for a dollar, name a woman, and I was like, I I can't think of a single movie star. Like I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I can't think of a single movie I've seen. I can't think of like a <laughs> person I've seen. Like, like, what is a movie? Like, I, I was like what like, is a movie? Like, I, I would think of things. And I'm like, that's a TV show. Right, well, that literally <laughs> kept happening. Um, and so I then started, I, I made an initial list, iffy. And then out of nowhere, it was like my brain finally caught up and every movie star that's ever existed suddenly came into the mental Rolodex of my mind. And for whatever reason, this was one of the first people to pop up when that revelation happened. And that is Denzel Washington. Oh, God. So oh, good. That's yeah. good. I forgot he existed. Okay. She told me that she thought of him. And I was like, what the fuck? I was so mad. I didn't think of him myself. <laughs> well, it was like one of those things. I feel like that's you know, the I feel definition like were- of a movie star. I feel like if you were to do a Billy on the street thing, right? If you were to go <laughs> up to people and say for a dollar, name a movie star. The odds of someone saying Denzel Washington is like 99.99999%. Um, I'm just scared if I did that, they'd all be like crisp rat. And I'd yeah. be like, who? Well, the thing is, you could argue, which I'm going to, I'm wasting my own time here. You could argue <laughs> that Chris Pratt is a movie star. He's got technically, franchises. He, he, technically, like, he is. And sorry to eat into Denzel Washington's time. But, like, I just don't like him. I but don't care. that's the care. thing is, he's but on the he list is a of, movie star. He is a movie star, but that doesn't mean he should be a movie star. That's a good list. But, should we make that list? Yes, we absolutely should. Join us next week when we talk about is a movie <laughs> Where star. is Jillian? <laughs> um, she disappeared. She wouldn't stand for this Chris Pratt slander. She simply loves Chris Pratt. Anyway, <laughs> I have two minutes and 45 seconds to say that I think, again, to say that Denzel Washington is a movie star is to state the obvious um he's an oscar winner he's a multi-oscar nominee he deserved an oscar in 2017 for fences it is absurd upsetting obscene that it was given to anyone but particularly casey affleck over him that is my villain origin story is denzel washington losing an oscar for fences because he deserved it i mean the man has been in i think he's one of those people that like if you go on Wikipedia to look at his and scroll down to his filmography, at least you do a whole separate Wikipedia page. Um, and I think anybody who has that to their name uh, deserves to be called a movie star within their own right. And I'm fact checking this in real time. I'm pretty sure he's also, if you go to, yeah, he also has his own Wikipedia page for the or for his awards and nominations. Um, and the, you know, the pure fact that he's gotten 10 nominations over the course for, uh, for an Oscar, at least. Um, and he has a, or it's 10 Oscar nominations, 10 Golden Globes. He's got a Tony. He's got two Oscars. I mean, he honestly, he could, he got in his lifetime. He still needs the Emmy and the Grammy, but he, he's at least been nominated on, in all four major categories. Like he is the epitome of a movie star, a superstar, a legend. What four movies do you think IMDb says he's known for? Training Day, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Um, the Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia and 
Um. Oh, what's the one? Is it Remember the Titans? Yeah, Remember the Titans. Okay, it's Fences, The Book of <laughs> Eli, Trinity, <laughs> and Antoine Fisher. Okay. What? So not even Mal not even Malcolm X. I'll remember no. the Titans? <laughs> Every single one of us watched to remember the Titans in school. But let me tell you about my favorite Denzel movie, okay? You got 20 right. seconds yeah. before Eddie Munson interrupts you. Inside Man is one of the greatest movies ever made, and Willem Dafoe is so hot in it, and just beautiful, beautiful fucking good time at the movies. That is a fucking good time at the fucking movies, okay? I'm gonna let it roll. I'm gonna let it roll. That's all I have to say. It's a good time at the fucking okay. movies. That should have been the fucking thing. You know? Hey. Alright, Eddie said that's enough. <laughs> I think that should be how reviews are just done. I think it should be a good time. Bad time. People, it's a good fucking time. <laughs> oh, that'd be so Wait. funny. All right, Kenzie. Um, oh, are you oh. ready to share your round three? No, I don't know. Well, it go better for. be because it's your turn. Okay, let's go. Are I'm you gonna pick as soon as I open my mouth. I have no idea who I'm gonna say. All right, three, two, one, go. Robert <laughs> great choice I just I just love him he's um he's a freak you know like he's a fucking freak okay I the the microwavable pasta I don't know but he has kind of transcended being like an indie actor but he still retains being an indie actor which I think is really important he doesn't have social media so there's like a mystique to him but I do think that people will go see a movie to see him. And I think that's really important for a younger movie star. And he's also been around for so long. Like a lot of us grew up with him in Twilight. A lot of us watched him for the first time in Harry Potter. And then, you know, he has done his fair share of indie movies. I will never forget watching High Life with a sold out audience. It was very interesting um but the lighthouse good time um the rover he's incredible and i just think he he has so many like smaller films but then he also has the batman and i think that he got a lot of people myself included in a theater to see a superhero movie opening weekend that would most likely not have been there and it was because of him and his partnership with Matt Reeves and their shared vision for what they thought of Batman and I think that says a lot about him as an actor and he's going to be in the new Bong Joon-ho movie which is so exciting to see like that's yes he's this megastar but he still wants to do work with interesting directors and he really cares about what he is doing and I will defend him and his KFC accent in the devil all the time oh my god not with that movie with Wait, bill skarsgård on, on tiktok i remember i was talking about tom holland's career and like what was wrong with it and people were slandering me because they were like did you not see devil of whatever that movie is and i was like devil i saw it i don't think it's redeeming anything with sebastian stan and all i it was supposed to be chris sebastian Evans. stan's fake belly fake belly about that and, that was um, Chris Evans. I just think of I don't know 
I don't know why this resonated with me. Probably because it mentions my home state. But in the end, Tom Holland shoots um, Sebastian Stan before he does. He like chases him in the woods, and Sebastian Stan's like, "You killed that girl in West Virginia." Uh, I will I say, like, that look, they're has, mentioning my home state. That movie has great fan fiction. Great fan fiction. Oh my god! No, um, I'm sure it does. There's a particular scene in that movie that I'm thinking of that probably inspired a lot of fan fiction. Um, I just really like when Robert Pattinson like licks his fingers. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I forgot yeah. That I, I can't because it has Bill and Robert in it, and that means the world to me. Um, is, that movie was disturbing. Also, you know what? Another thing about Robert Pattinson. So first off, quarantine deep in it, and that GQ interview comes out. Thank you, Zach. And um, the microwave pasta goes viral. Cornflakes were sold out because people were buying it, trying to make this microwavable pasta. Okay, only that's, a movie star could pull that. That's off. influence. And, you know, another thing is he went viral. His name was Trending one day. And I was like, what did he do? He wore a, the six hat at his own birthday party to support his girlfriend, Suki Waterhouse. Adorable. And I love that. I love a movie star who can trend for just wearing a hat. Yeah. My favorite video in the entire world is that video of Robert Pattinson hating Twilight. Um, that and when like there's like compilations of like all the lies he's told at interviews, including mm-hmm. that like he saw a clown die. Oh yeah. And he went into like grave detail about seeing a clown die to Matt Lauer. And then like the next day was like, oh, I was just really tired. I don't know what to say. I hate to be this person, but that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> it's literally you as a famous person. You I would, would just tell like, a lie on the today show and, and then lie. be like, Oh, I was bored. That and someone asked him what his favorite chick flick was, and he said she can run. <laughs> There's no one like him. Also, the um, fact that like he played like Reese Witherspoon's like yeah in Water for <laughs> Elephants. No, yeah. but he played her son in a movie Vanity Fair, and he got cut from it. He found out at the premiere, and then years later in Water for Elephants, yeah. played her love interest. Eddie Munson's about he to make so wild. On he also um he did an interview with someone who shall not be named, but he talked about as a kid he was bored, so he started stealing porn magazines, and he was just piling them under his bed. He was just stealing them, and some Reese's uh candy bar, not Reese's cups. He was very specific. It was like a candy bar, like a fast break. Yes, he kept stealing those and porn magazines and just hiding them under his bed. And one day his mom found hundreds of magazines and candy bars in her bed. And he was like, I'm not looking at them. I just can't stop stealing them. It's so funny. Who knows if that was a lie? Because it was to um, a Scott we shall not name. But mm. very funny. Funny guy. Funny guy. Movie star. Movie star. Good. Good American accent. Good American accent. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Team Edward forever. Same. Fuck Jacob. Fuck Jacob. Okay. Fuck, Jillian. fuck Taylor Lautner. Anyway. True. Okay. Anyway. So, wait. This, no, this, I haven't started the timer. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I yeah. talked way past time. You you talked a good 45 seconds. Guys, guys, guys succession is in two minutes. We gotta hurry this up. Okay. Five, four. I don't, you don't need five seconds. Three, two, one, go. Okay, this one is kind of like 
a rand a random pick, but it was because I watched The Little Mermaid yesterday. Um, I think Javier Bardem is a movie star with a capital M S. Um, he let me tell you, yes, that movie yesterday tears because of Javier Bardem. Um, I think he's in this phase of his career though, where he's like, I'm just gonna do whatever because he was in Lyle Lyle Crocodile. He's just very. He seems like he's just in a very secure place in life, and he was nominated for an Oscar last year even though i don't like being the ricardos and i think he was poorly cast but you know he got that oscar nomination um dune i feel like dune really re-sparked the javier bardem like appreciation love fest because he was barely in the movie but i was like where is the story going so dune part two is really his moment to shine um in 2017 he was in mother and pirates of the caribbean range he has had such a plentiful career of both foreign films and American films. And I feel like he's just very notable internationally where people know who he is. Um, who, you know, no country for old men. What a scary guy. But I think he and he taps into like he's in like eat, pray, love. Like he just taps into so many different genres, which like I feel like no like the barely anyone can do that like it's just he can play the scariest guy and then he's in lyle lyle crocodile like you know having a fun <laughs> time with lyle um and just the fact that he was also cast in i think the little mermaid um with it being such like a fresh new cast and like he's just very a what's it called not like he's i I can't think of the thing. He's just like a like he, they kind of like needed him to help. I feel like to help. He's sell kind the of movie. like um Tom Hanks and Elvis, where it was like a primarily young, unknown cast to like the average person. Yeah, and like they used him to um get audiences, like especially like older people. I feel like you're like, oh, if Javier Bardem's in it, it can't be that bad but I just saw mother in theaters again for Mother's Day last week and um he's so scary in that movie like he is so scary he's in that so movie. scary in that movie and he has like such a great screen presence like I didn't see Lyle Lyle Crocodile but I saw so many clips of him because he was just like having the time of his life and then I haven't seen The Little Mermaid yet but the clips of him and Halle Bailey on the red carpet are just so cute and like him talking about Hallie him talking about um Austin Butler and Dune and him just talking about Dune in general like he just seems like one of those actors who's like really like appreciative of all the work going on around him and I think that's really interesting especially like how long he's been working um and like he said like I really like the way he can do a movie like Mother in one year and then also Pirates of the Caribbean in the same year like it just shows like how multifaceted he is and like he really works in any kind of environment. He's also in a movie I will defend until the end of time, The Counselor. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I love anyone who's in a movie that is controversial, kind of like Mother, you could say. But um, he's also just so um scary in Skyfall, and I really thought he was going to get an Oscar nomination like until the very end. <laughs> he's and so he's scary, scary in No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Like he's scary, scary with that haircut. Very scary. <laughs> talent. Capital T talent. I am so like I'm not joking. If I saw Javier Bardem, he seems like a genuinely lovely person. Is he um, hot or not? Yes. 
I just want to hang out with Javier Bardem. And like, I feel like if I smash Bardem, I could only just think of the wig in No Country for Old Men and immediately get the egg. Because last week I went to the Academy Museum and for the Pedro Almodovar section, they have like his movies playing. So like young Javier Bardem is in them and it's like they're not like big roles, but he's there. And then like watching The Little Mermaid, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what? a Because like we all, I feel like everyone always knows about him, but then it's like he he's just like very consistent. Even if the movie's bad, I feel like he's just always a staple. He is consistent. All right, with 20 seconds remaining, does anyone have any further thoughts on Javier Bardem? Fantastic. Javier is King Triton, 10 out of 10. I had a horse named King Triton once. It had a severe neurological condition. I couldn't write it, but I named it King Triton. Okay. <laughs> um, Moving on to round four, second to last round. We're getting real down to the wire now. I will go next. Three, two, one. Um, my next pick is someone who is probably best known for his work on TV. However, meets our criteria once again. And I think is kind of being launched into one of those um, stances of like Angela Bassett of having done tv like kind of just touching everything i know he's done some theater like he's gonna touch like every little realm as he should because he's great um and i'm of course talking about pedro pascal um he does meet the criteria of having been in three films in the last five years um one of which was a really awful film but commercial success kind of um of wonder woman 1984 1984, 1985 1980 something um are you thinking of the bowling for soup song probably didn't they play that at the blackberry thing or am i tripping was that a something else i feel like they played it there yeah i do too it's a great song um but no i hated that wonder woman movie uh whatever it was um, but he was also recently in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, um, which was a genuinely very good, I enjoyed it. He was also in The Shark Boy and Lava Girl follow-up. Oh um, my God. We Can Be Heroes. Um, and I feel like I'm missing a really big movie that he did in the last five years. Um, it's bothering me. Um, um, you know, The Bubble, iconic, well-received, um, I'm making a really good case for him right now. The Kingsman um, movie. That oh, yeah. was six years ago. But yes, he was in The Kingsman. Um, and that is what that started was six whole... years ago. Yeah. That yeah. is what started the whole TikTok trend, though, that I'm most thankful for. Um, but he's also like coming up, he has Strange Way of Life, which I know is a short film, but I think like the fact that it is so highly anticipated as a You're short film, with Pedro. Amadovar is just really like impressive on its right. own. Right. That's impressive on its own. He's also got Gladiator 2 coming up, which is going to be the death of me because I'm going Okay. To- and, 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 and I got to interrupt you before you talk about it because you're going to talk about it when we sign off. It will. Um, he is going to be the lead in the new Zach Krager movie, which is the follow up to Barbarian. And let me tell you, Every single person who saw Barbarian will be there opening day for that movie. And the fact that it's Pedro Pascal as the lead is just life-changing. That it, it is. is someone so good. 
I'm so excited. So I I'm think excited he, to see Pedro Pascal be a little freak. Like I hope I can't I hope wait to see Flag Fox. <laughs> My favorite Pedro wait. Pascal performance is when he's eating that bread and he and it's yes. He has it's the mouse. So good. The um, or that interview, like it's now going around as a meme where he's like, What are you talking about? What do you mean? I keep saying that. Um, but no, I think he's gonna you know, he I know- also has movie star energy, which I think is really important. Like he it's has not it doesn't seem like fake or orchestrated. Like I just think he has a good relationship with how he's presenting himself. And he's how got a he... very magnetic appeal. He makes every conversation seem like he's really like having a specific conversation with them, even if it's like a, a question that's been asked a million times or something. Like he's really personable and um I don't know I just I love him on press tours I love him on red carpets I love him everywhere and I think he's gonna make that transition to where like I know he's probably best well not probably it is best known for Game of Thrones and the Mandalorian and now The Last of Us but I think he's gonna start making this transition into more like now that he's kind of established himself I think he kind of hovered on like the bc list for a couple years um yeah. and now he's kind of like launched himself onto the a list and so i think he's going to be like a very sought after actor and i think we're going to see him in the coming years just get role after role and then he's going to be a bona fide that's also something i really like that he's going to be in the new um zach Krieger movie is that uh i feel like pedro could kind of do whatever he wanted right now like he's that kind of fame where he could do whatever mm-hmm. he wanted and he chose to work on this like like barbarian is a fucking weird movie like it's fucking weird and to like choose that to go just shows he has like really interesting taste and i think that's really fascinating that like that's the path he's going down i did it to myself it scared the shit out of me i didn't know that was coming um because we're talking about your love yeah i know i we were we were talking about my other man i got distracted Gladiator 2 is just gonna Gladiator know. 2 is gonna be such a problem for me. Like I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna sit there and be like I Do we oh. think it's gonna be more like the last duel or like House of Gucci? The last duel. It was funny because like people were going because I guess people this year before Gladiator Gladiator 2 was announced, or I guess last year, were like they're re-watching Gladiator and they're like, I don't get it. I don't get like wait like, i saw a lot of that because people were talking and about now they announced the second one i was like oh my god i'm so excited i'm like i thought you didn't understand i Listen, agree i saw a lot of that i don't like the first gladiator movie okay i'm i'm not i'm not pretending that there's, there's only one very specific reason why i'm excited for gladiator 2 the well thing technically is, two very specific reasons. russell crowe is better in um the nice guys than he is in gladiator that's all i have to say Russell Crowe is better than in Les Mis than he is. Like. Listen, when Les Mis came out, he posted a Britney Spears meme, and for that, I will always think of him. Do you know who's also in Gladiator 2? Me. Denzel Washington. Yeah, a movie star movie. It is it is the most movie star movie. I'm literally going to die. I'm I really, like, I really need it to be good because I want movie stars back. Like, that's the end of the scenario. What's upsetting and i will be the first to own this and when everybody comes for me if this movie ends up being bad and i'm defending it we can come back to this moment right here in time and i I will openly say that it doesn't matter if it's bad 
it's my favorite movie I don't think Gladiator 2 will be bad. Oh, I'm sure it will be great, but I'm just saying it's my favorite. I've not even seen it, and I'm going to say it's my favorite <laughs> it's movie. It's not even, they haven't even shot it yet. I'm not, they haven't even started production, and I'm like, this is my favorite movie. <laughs> this is the best movie ever made. Someone said Lex Williams deserves a little treat, and they gave it to me. All right. I know some of us are eager to, um, watch succession or barry um so we will succession move- fan fiction just updated so much is happening right now so much is happening all right so we will move along kenzie your second to last pick are you ready uh sure sure all right three two i gotta say i have enjoyed watching you try to get your thoughts out while under pressure it's quite like great movie great time great fucking time is really good really good content <laughs> okay here we go three two one go emma stone who stole natalie portman's oscar but that's besides the point um correct me if i'm wrong hasn't done ip corella corella fuck corella that guy fucking threatened to kill me spider-man spider-man she's in the failed spider-man oh yeah you know well, what okay. She hasn't done successful IP other than Cruella because Spider-Man wasn't a hit, right? Because they rebooted it with oh, people other loved... actors. You people know what? did not like Andrew Garfield's okay. Spider-Man until No Way Home, and then everyone yeah, okay. now we're all for it. Anyway, she's not Great known acting. for she's not known for IP. I guess you could say that's fair. I mean, I think you Cruella think, like, was actually... super bad, yeah. like La La Land. I think that she is like the coolest transition from movies like Super Bad because, like, she does Super Bad, and then Easy A was like definitely like a teen movie, but it felt a little more elevated than just like a typical teen movie. Like, I think they got adults with Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson, who are like one of my favorite movie couples ever. Okay. Um, but then she like really transitioned into like more mature roles and then obviously won her Oscar with La La Land over Natalie Parman and Jackie. Um, but I just think she's really like, like she can like hold a movie on her own and like really get people to go see a movie. And I do think that was like a large thing with Cruella where people were like, well, why is Emma Stone doing that if it's just a Disney like new kind of story? Um, and I think like she she really got me with her partnership with Yorgos Lanthimos because my favorite performance to date from her is the favorite. I think she's so interesting and it's not something I ever really expected from her. And I think that's so interesting. And then um, now she has two new movies coming out from Yorgos Lanthimos and Poor Things and then and. Um, but and she looks absolutely bonkers in the Poor Things trailer and I can't wait to only talk about that movie forever. Um, but I think she has like a really unique eye for what she's doing and I think that's really interesting and I think she gets a lot of people to watch movies they wouldn't really consider watching until they hear that Emma Stone's in it and I think that's really important with someone who is a young actress and I also really admire her commitment to keeping her private life private I think like the way even when she was with Andrew Garfield which was like a very highly publicized relationship like when they would hold up those signs to tell people to go check out yeah I think it was really interesting and like a really cool way to like utilize your fame 
And I think now, I don't, are they married, her and the SNL writer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have I a kid. I, like, I, like, you don't really hear anything about them. And I feel like she's kept her kid very private. And I think that's really, like, interesting because a lot of people that have her level of fame kind of, like, lean into it. Um, and I think that's really fascinating. But I am not a fan of her Oscar win. But I love her and I'm happy she has an Oscar. And I just really think that she is someone who dabbles in all types of films and keeps audiences interested and people are always excited to hear that she has like a new movie coming out and I think that's very important with movie stars go see poor things in theaters in September thanks G-Bye. Go see poor things in theaters in September. it seems like it's gonna be a good fucking time at the movies it does <laughs> that's that's a new standard it's not five stars it's not two thumbs up <laughs> it's it's the it's new Harry Styles movie. test yeah it's not a movie it's that a movie, feels movie. like a movie it's a good fucking time at the movies yeah join us you know next week would... when the theme is movies that are a good fucking time you know who would love that stamp of approval Vin Diesel <laughs> very true is so the movie funny. good no is it a good fucking time at the movie Vin Diesel will love that me defending uh new moon geppetto oh the thing new is moon? i can't even say well no, geppetto's a good time geppetto's a good time new moon is not a good time it's emotional yes, it distress is. it's emotional distress it's until so much fun in italy oh so much fun that that scene is the best when he walks out of the vatican taking his shirt off the and vatican. she like jumps on him into that fountain <laughs> fantastic I like that she Great argued time. she had to wear Converse because Kristen Stewart was such a Converse. I admired that about her so much. Okay, I don't really like this left. pick. I don't like this pick. I no, it's a great it pick. No, I don't like it. Anyway. No, you can't take it back. Anyways, three seconds left. I don't want to hear Chrissy wake up again, so I'm cutting you tabled, off. Tabled, tabled. <laughs> okay, Jillian, let me cue up the timer. Are you ready? Are you ready for this one? Three, two, one, go. Jason Momoa. Oh, okay. that's a fucking good one. Good choice. Um, you know, I haven't seen Aquaman, but I feel like the movies I've seen where Jason Momoa shows up is like the best part of the movie. Um, Dune. I haven't seen Fast X, but he looks like a great time in that. Um, I saw I- a video of him with scrunchies in, like he had two scrunchies. I was like, damn, maybe I should see Fast X. He just seems like the coolest guy. Um, R.I.P. his relationship with Lisa Bonet because they were so cute. Um, but like, I just feel that he takes advantage of like, because he only does franchises. I don't really, I don't know if I want to see him in a non-franchise thing. If he wants to do that, that's cool. Um, but I just feel like his personality, like he's just having the time of his life and like, being a movie star and he's just so com- like in dune he's so comedic but he also has like his relationship with paul and you really worry about his character um and that even though he's not like one of the leads um like i think he just takes on a lot of roles that he's just they're like dream roles for him and i feel like that with fast x like he is one of the perfect most perfect people to be cast in that um, and I'm glad he wasn't like stuck on Game of Thrones for too long so that he could like try out, you know, new things. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about him that I'm like, he just like, even when he was cast as Aquaman, like he was so excited. And you could really tell he cared about the character. 
um and I think he got a lot of people to go out to go see it um and I don't know like I'm interested to see if he becomes like I don't know like an Arnold Schwarzenegger with like this type of fame or like what his route is like I honestly don't care to see him in like a a serious drama like if he wants to do that but I feel like he could do something like a rom-com like he's very funny but then he can also be serious um and I just I don't know I really love his personality it's just so like everything you would want from a movie star he's very like I don't know he seems really real and honest with every interview and I think that's so rare because he does seem like he has like a personality quote-unquote like he's not just like a by the numbers kind of entertainer like I feel like when I watch like a lot of people they seem very media trained and I feel like he's just having a good time and I think that's why he's become such a big sensation is because like people just like watching him and like working with him and I love him in Dune so much, so much. Oh, I'm gonna miss him. Also, great hair, great, just great hair. Are we serious? I saw um a TikTok of someone seeing him on a red carpet, and he like played into it, and I thought it was really funny because I feel like people don't have to do that. And I was just like, I love him, love him. Good, big. I also think he kind of like has stepped away. like he isn't defined by being Aquaman the way a lot of um superheroes yeah. are. Like I feel like. I don't identify him as Aquaman. Like I identify him as Jason Momoa and he he plays Aquaman, which I think is very rare for a I lot do think of these people. Was on Game of Thrones. They tried too early to try to make him into this action star because he had like a few bad movies. But I feel like now with like Dune and like Aquaman, he's really found his footing um, where people like just enjoy him. And I think like Fast X will definitely be a major moment for him and what he does but I just like I don't know just his Dune era was just so good yeah I agree um I think is I think it's a great choice but I think the only movie I've actually seen him in because I've not seen Aquaman I've not seen Fast X I think I've only seen him in Dune which he's looking up his IMDB right now he has so many things coming up well um I didn't see that a Slumberland movie, but I saw a lot of billboards for it. I went to the uh, pop up I got a hot chocolate with his face on it. I mean, if that doesn't say movie star, what does? Wow, I really haven't seen him in anything. Yeah, I've only seen him in Game of Thrones and then um I've seen him in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's it. I haven't seen him in anything else. He is in a new TV series. He's rumored to be in a Minecraft movie. And then he's obviously in the Aquaman sequel and the Fast like X sequel. Be, like, first, he has such a good first impression. <laughs> he does have a really good uh, first impression. He does. That's a good pick. Good pick. All right, moving into the final round. Um, I actually don't know who I'm gonna say. Yes, I do. Okay. Um. All right, here I go. Three, two, one. My final pick, which is not necessarily to say is my number one, though could be argued, is in my top two. Um, is Olivia Coleman. 
Sorry, Jillian, I gave you four slots. I gave you four slots to say it. You didn't. That's okay. It's okay. I have something else. I I gave you your chance. Also, my upstairs neighbors are, I don't know if you can hear them, but they are being so loud. If you're listening and you're my upstairs neighbors, please stop freaking screaming. Okay. Sorry. Um... (laughs) No, like, what are they doing? They're screaming. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm easily distracted. The point is, Olivia Coleman is a movie star. Um, and the thing is, I think I first was, like, introduced to Olivia Coleman with um, Broadchurch. Oh, and so good. And she was so good in Broadchurch. And the thing is, like, what's kind of weird is, like, when I think of really good Olivia Coleman performances, like, my mind goes to... Well, I mean, her performance is always good. Let me clarify. When I think of projects that Olivia Coleman has done that I love, it's The Crown and Broadchurch. Um, I didn't necessarily love her in The Favorite. Or no, I did love her in The Favorite. I can't speak because I'm so distracted by how loud my neighbors are being. I loved her in The Favorite, but I didn't necessarily love the movie. Um, I did not like Empire Light, even though I liked her performance in it. Is she just one of those that, like, it doesn't matter, like, what she she can do. It. She's very versatile. Like, you also look at her at something like Fleabag, which I know, again, is a TV show. But if you look at, like, the versatility of she can do a period piece, she can do a crime drama, she can do a comedy. She was really good in Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. She can My do voice acting. acting. Um, she can do voice acting. I mean, she can kind of do everything and... Um, she was great and I know I just said this again my upstairs neighbors are distracting me I'm sorry um, she was really great in Fleabag um, I just love her and she's also one of those like she has good vibes um, like she just seems like a genuinely like kind of down to earth grounded person um, and the video of her saying gay rights is one of my favorite videos on the internet and sometimes I look it up when I'm feeling sad um, I just think that she is one of those actors where it doesn't matter like what material she's working with she's going to give it her all she's going to much like my other favorite actress Angela Bassett she will always do the thing um I would love to hear this the little tagline that Ariana DeBose gives Olivia Coleman. um it's a shame that Empire Light wasn't better because then she could have been included in Ariana DeBose's BAFTA rap but anyways um yes I'm and Olivia Coleman stand in this house and with two minutes left does anyone else want to share their feelings on Olivia Coleman I really wanted her to pull off a surprise win for my favorite movie my number one movie of 2021 The Lost Daughter I thought she was she was just so good so incredible in it um like just life-changing performance um, but I love that about her that she is able to like every year deliver some crazy, like all-consuming performance. And then you see her promoting it. And she said, that was the best time of my life. And I'm like, what? Like I was in disarray watching you. Um, but she's just so great. And like you said, Broadchurch, just life-changing. So good. Um, but she's even like so much fun, like in her smaller roles, which I really love. Like when she just like pops in something like um her and the lobster is hilarious and also traumatizing um but i didn't see um murder on the orient express the new one i didn't see it she's in that the what way movies? that i did see it but i have wait she is in that do what movies doesn't you think it's that she's known for 
the favorite. Mm-hmm. Puss in Boots? No. <laughs> the Father? Empire Light? She was so good in The Father. Uh, No. So it's the favorite, the lobster, the lost daughter for the era, and then Trinosaur. Okay. Which is very good. Yeah. I would I would have guessed the lost daughter. That's an, okay. I mean that makes sense, I guess. Oscar nomination. Yeah. Really good pick. Love her. You have a great lineup. I really do. I'm rather freaking pleased. Which we will get into this. I'm cutting Eddie Munson off. Sorry. Love you, babe, but I'm cutting you off. It was about to go off um we'll get into this later but th- there's an interactive portion to our lists if you're listening um listening. and so i think i i think i've presented a worthy lineup i'm jealous because i'm i'm stressing the fuck no, out i think i think everyone has presented a worthy lineup now mine has olivia coleman angela bassett and joe carey so i would personally get my vote but <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway i don't i don't want to go i don't know what you to have do here to, Kenzie. okay i have no are idea are you what ready for no. your final one of your list of 70 sure that's the problem i have too many all right three two one silence just silence <laughs> um i'm gonna go with uh i'm i'm still gonna do it jennifer lawrence i think that um there's a reason that when the what is that comedy that's coming out no hard feelings no hard feelings yeah um that trailer was like one of the most watched trailers in history within 24 hours and i think that doesn't really happen with a lot of comedies and i think that is the power of a star like jennifer lawrence doing a comedy like that um i think that she gives really interesting performances i still defend her and joy that she was great in that movie i actually really liked it great in that Um, movie so good um, I think she is able to have really unique chemistry with people, um, like friendships, relationships, whatever, on screen. And I think that is so interesting to watch someone be so captivating with so many people. And like every relationship that she portrays on film is so different than anything she's done before. And I think that's something that's really unique is that I feel like a lot of people get stuck being typecast. And like, I do think she was for a little bit, but I think she really just makes everything her own and puts her own stamp on things she also did do franchise the uh x-men there you go that's two but also the hunger games (laughs) uh that's really cool and she can prove she's like a box office draw and i think that she still stands out as that and i'm excited to see what she does now i feel like she took a break and i'm excited to see what she's doing next and i'm I feel like she took a break, but people were still interested in her and excited to see her come back into movies. And I think that speaks volumes to what kind of star she is. For sure. In time. And she's in my favorite movie of all time. Mother! Exclamation mark. Great movie. Featuring Javier Bardem. We had both of the stars. You had both of the stars of Mother in this. Look at that. We did it on purpose. And two minutes and 52 seconds to spare. You had the shortest, quickest um presentation good job wow all right jillian take us home you ready three two one my last pick is emily blunt 
Um, she was almost because I think when you take over a role from such an icon like Julie Andrews of Mary Poppin and you fully embody what Mary Poppin stands for and do it so well like that right there is movie star material um when she you know she took on Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns which I think is a great I love yes the music in that 10 out of 10 Emily Blunt incredible um I think she it's so underrated it was such that was a good fucking time with the movie it's a good fucking great. time great really performance good. by Lin-Manuel Miranda like it's really good I cried a lot so oh I cried um, buckets but I feel like she's just also a very versatile talent like she does like Into the Woods and Mary Poppins but then she also gives you like The Devil Wears Prada and A Quiet Place like I think she's such an underrated leading woman. Um, and like, I don't think she's, I can't, she hasn't done TV. I don't think so. Maybe she's done something, but like, she's just such, so powerful on the screen. I'm very excited to see her in Oppenheimer. Cause I'm sure she's going to be superb, but she's another one that has been around for like a lot of years. I was really happy when she won that SAG award over like all these iconic women um for- and like she wasn't oscar nominated and she won over oscar nominated yeah like, like that, that was is really crazy such a feat um that she was able to pull off and she, like in that year she had a quiet place and mary poppins like two completely opposite roles and i feel like she's always i hate using the word strong but she, i think she's confident she's very confident in every role that she takes and she really exudes that on the screen and like i would watch her in a period piece i would watch her in something modern like she is just always such a good time um and again another staple of like the film and modern film industry of like where she's able to pop up like she didn't just die off with like the devil wears prada you know she's has a lot coming out i really love her actually in a movie that i think when i watched it i was like wow she's a movie star is edge of tomorrow where she's opposite tom cruise um first off great movie easily one of his best movies but um like he is such a capital m like honestly movie star in all caps movie star and for her to like not only hold her own but like steal your attention from him essentially is just so impressive but it's also so crazy like she literally could be like an action star she could be like a rom-com person she could be like any one thing but she just chooses to continue to like really branch out and diversify her filmography with different genres and I think that's something that makes her really exciting it's so one of those things where I'm really nervous for her in Oppenheimer because Christopher Nolan is not notoriously great with wife figures in movies um and I don't want her to just be like the wife part but like you were saying she's such a confident actor that I don't really think she would like stoop into a part yeah, I don't think she would let that happen. So I'm really thankful that it's her. And I can't wait to see her opposite Killian Murphy. Capital S sex god. Right. Short king. Short king. Yet. Um, but I think, like, because I think even, like, I mean, there's people that, like, they do supporting roles so well. And I think she's always done that. But she can also do a leading role without her being typecast or stuck as, like, oh, she's support. Like, she could have easily just, like, kept the route of the devil wears prada wars like we remember her and 
all of that um but like she wasn't Anne Hathaway you know and she's like worked with like Meryl Streep multiple times um Tom Cruise as you mentioned like she has action like Benicio del Toro with um that one movie Sicario Um, and like if you look at like the directors she's worked with it's really impressive like Denis Villeneuve now Christopher Nolan like um she does it all she can sing she can yeah I'm always so like people that you wouldn't like I don't know if she has a theater background but like it's like people you'd least expect who are like these so good in like these musical adaptations like into the woods yeah and time 20 seconds to despair um so that's where our list um Kenzie do you want to share how if you're listening you can um participate with these lists yes so let's run through the lists Lex has Joe Curie, Angela Bassett, Denzel Washington, Pedro Pascal, and Olivia Coleman. I have Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Kaluuya, Robert Pattinson, Emma Stone, and Jennifer Lawrence. And Jillian has Kate Blanchett, Christian Bale, Javier Bardem, Jason Momoa, and Emily Blunt. We will be. Where's that movie? Where's that movie, truly? Um, we will be conducting polls. And you can vote for your favorite team. Who has the best movie star team is what we're after. Not who are your favorite actors. Who has the best movie star team? A movie star. We'll get you in general audiences in a theater is the name of the game. Does anybody have anyone who didn't make their list, but they want to shout out? Um, I had Jesse Plemons and Lakeith Stanfield and Dave Batista and Rebecca Ferguson and Naomi. Uh, um, Lakeith Stanfield is such a good one because I especially feel like after um, Haunted Mansion, like you're going to be able to say like he's literally done everything like movies like 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 I can't even his scope is just so insane like sorry to bother you and that haunted mansion a disney movie and then um uncut gems like he literally can do everything he's also very smart about the roles that he takes like he's very aware of what he's done and like what like i feel like there's a lot of people when they know like their bread and butter they like really milk that but he's like more aware of like i've done that i'm not gonna do that again i'm gonna go do something else um which i think is just a very strategic way and obviously it's helping him a lot i had on my list lupita nyong'o meryl streep um emma stone was an alternate so i'm glad that um kenzie mentioned and then uh kristen stewart it would have been fun if i had kristen stewart on my list you had robin pratson can you imagine the armies voting um, I have so many like I think Tom Hanks is worth mentioning like A Man mm-hmm. Called Otto was bad and that movie still made a bajillion dollars and is just recently added to Netflix and the number one movie worldwide um, Sandra Bullock still a staple broke records with Bird Box and um, what was that movie Lost City oh yeah it was a huge funny. huge box office hit um, and great as a off-screen lesbian in Ocean's 8 with Kate Blanchett. Um, I think we have to say Chris Bratt and Tom Cruise, just box office draws. You can't ignore it. I don't, um, like I don't like them, but 
I think that there's a couple that are like on the cusp of becoming movie stars. Wait, I'm so sorry. Before we get into the cusp, can I say an obvious one that I'm shocked not one of us thought of? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, but also Bradley Cooper. I almost said him, but I think he is shying away from it. I don't know. He's got so many Oscar nominations. No, but I think he's like shying away from being a movie star and wanting to be. Don't remind me that he's a nine-time loser. Okay, Bradley Charles Cooper is on the verge of becoming an. He could literally become a thirteen-time loser this next season. Okay, (laughs) thirteen-time loser. He'd be up there, like up there. I want to say Daniel Craig. I think Daniel Craig is actually a really good one. He was on my list that I him, Adam Driver. Yeah. And um, Joaquin Phoenix and Adam Sandler were all my little like white guys. I just I can't add any more white guys to the list. It's boring as fuck. Um, Janine, I think, is still best known for her or their music, but I think they're creeping up there. I think so too because I feel like they are becoming like a name essentially with movies. Like you hear that they're going to be in a movie and you'll check it out and i think that's like a really like you know how many people gave um what is it antebellum like a chance oh because of her yes i forgot about that and they were in um obviously glass onion hidden figures like moonlight, moonlight. yeah they've got a good resume and so i think that's a cusper yes for sure so other cuspers oh, Oh, a Taraji P Henson. Love that's Taraji. a really good one. I love um because I was gonna say Mahershala Ali, so like that callback to um Benjamin Button. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Benjamin Button, the Benjamin um, but Button cast. <laughs> Mahershala Ali's like, I think if Blade was really in production, I would have shoved him on the list because two Oscars in three years is just like a wild stat. Um, but just. And True Detective, his season wasn't good, but everybody watched it. But I have a lot of on the cusp. Like, Alexander Skarsgård is one of the few people I think being on a TV show is helping him. I know he's, like, an HBO king, but I just think that, like, he's his name is really out there. And a lot of people watched The Northman when it was added to Peacock. Um, I also think Steven Yen is, like, a huge transition from T. And I know he just did a TV show, but I think he's, like, a huge transition from, like, the walking dead to like so many big movies and like he got an oscar nomination and i think that's massive um a weird one for me is zoe saldana because she is in some of the biggest movies of all time but like not her face yeah yeah so that's like a weird one but i do think like i would trust her in a big movie so yeah. and i think audiences like agree with that um there are a lot of people who like have transitioned to streaming movies Jamie Foxx, Mark Wahlberg, who is also like moving to Vegas to make some Christian studio thing I don't want to talk about. But I think those are people that were like previously movie stars that are yeah. not anymore. Um, Ben Affleck has just like, I feel like he's just transitioning to like going back to directing and being in like side roles, even though he just opened a new movie, but um, nobody saw it. I'm so sorry. Um, Kate Winslow is just busy doing TV, so I don't She's really. A TV girl now. Yeah, her and Nicole Kidman have given up and are doing TV. Uh, Matt Bickelson, I feel, as a movie star. Well, his Johnny Depp support has lost my... He, I removed him from my Instagram bio. 
Uh, Glenn Powell and is like one I think to really like watch if um, yeah. that stupid comedy is good because people really loved him in Top Gun and a lot of people really liked him in Devotion also. He's really like, good at set it up too. Um, I also think like Austin Butler and uh, Zendaya are like two people that I think like if Dune really sets them up that they could and like Zendaya has challengers and Austin has the bike riders like they could have a really great year ahead I think it just kind of depends on like if general audiences <laughs> really like them versus just like people online um who else I was sad to leave off um Charlize Theron I just feel like she's kind of become like a streaming movie person and then like I was gonna she put was her in Fast X, but I don't know. I wanted to put everyone in Fast X. <laughs> That's like, she just does the whole IMDb. Because I'm like, I mean, like the Fast X cast and do well. Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson are both people you have to consider, like yeah. movie stars. But my thing is, one Black Adam was a flop, so can you really say that he's able to open a movie? And like he's kind of, like the Rock is kind of known for his movies not being good, and like is that a good persona to have? No. Same with Vin Diesel. Because I feel like the same thing with Jason Momoa, but like I feel but like he's he, a good time at the movies. Yeah, like <laughs> he's just time. very hypnotic when you watch him. I'm and like, he has so like good. for everything bad, you could say like he has something good. Whereas like I don't feel like that for. Dwayne the Rock Johnson also somebody I really wanted to say and I didn't Michael B. Jordan I think he is 100% mm-hmm. capable of opening his own movie and he is in so much IP stuff but like stands out as a name still and I think that like he's someone that like appeals to like all audiences like general audiences people who are like in the movies and I think that's really unique to actors yeah. um, oh and I just wanted to shout out Channing Tatum because that stupid dog movie was like such a massive hit and then also the Sandra Bullock one and you know Magic Mike I wanted to say Salma Hayek but then I looked at her thing and I was like "Mm, maybe not now but then I also was like oh Antonio Banderas is a movie star because of Antonio Banderas is a movie star that's completely true exclusively I think for the sign-offs, we should do a special thing where we say where people can find us on the internet and then without explanation, who we think will be added, who maybe isn't on this list right now, but will be in like five years. Um, Ariana DeBose. And where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at TikTok offices. I'm just kidding. On TikTok at off screen with Jillian or Twitter at Jillian Chili or letterboxed at Jillian Chili. Kenzie, what about you? Um, I'm going to say Stephanie Shu. Please see Joyride when it opens in oh, theaters. So um, and you can follow me at Kinsununu on pretty much everything. I'm going to say Joseph Quinn and shocker. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at at Lex Willie, W-I-L-L-I underscore and TikTok at at Moonshoes Lexi. Thank you so much for joining us for this 
great time great freaking time um on the oscar central podcast um and until next week have a good one